When I was a little kid and I had the sense in my heart that God might be calling me to be a priest, I was terrified because I knew I wouldn't have anything to say. But then I had to eventually learn that God would give me the words to speak. Sometimes people ask me the question, Bishop, how do you prepare your homilies or when I was a priest? And what I have found through the years, my preaching has changed a lot, that what the Lord has drawn my heart to do is to make sure that I'm doing adequate spiritual reading throughout the week and adequate prayer. And when I do that, when it comes time to my homily preparation, I read the scriptures and I turn inwardly to see what the Lord's stirring in my heart. What is he putting on my heart to speak to all of you? I used to write everything down, have it all theologically just so wonderful, and people would look at me like, what is he talking about? And I had to learn to trust how the Holy Spirit works. There should come with a sense of ease and freedom, but in my own anxieties, of course I would want everything written down. I'd want it all figured out in my head. But as we learn in the spiritual life, God wants us to allow his grace to come to us at each given moment. And I find that so often as a bishop, he often makes me wait before I have an answer until it's the right time that he stirs within my heart. And it's only when I try to overthink something, when I have an expectation of myself or somebody else, that anxiety starts to creep in. We heard in our reading today that we should have no anxieties at all. Is there anybody here who hasn't had anxiety this last week? Right? How is it possible to not be anxious? I had someone say to me recently, I've never dealt with anxiety in my life except through this COVID thing. It's a new thing. Some of us have dealt with anxieties for a long, long time and still do. So what's the remedy to anxieties? The remedy to anxiety is to believe the word of God, which is spoken so often in scripture. Jesus said so many times, do not be afraid. Fear is a huge motivator for us. It motivates us, sometimes in the right way, fear of fire, getting hurt, right? There's a good part of fear to use prudence. But sometimes the fear becomes something bigger than it is. Our imagination can make something seem so much bigger, in fact, what it actually isn't. And that's one of the areas that the evil one can work on us, is in our imagination. And so our anxieties can escalate. They can seem unmanageable. And certainly we need to do all that we can on our natural level to calm our anxieties, to try to think through things reasonably. But we're not left to that alone. We are blessed with the beautiful gift of God's word for us. Do not be afraid. If there's any emotion I've probably given into more in my life, it's probably fear. 
manifest in anxieties. That's part of the reason I ran from being called to be a priest. I can't do that. Because I knew my human limits, but I underestimated what God can do. In today's world, with whether it's COVID, whether it's the change in our government recently, all the various things, whatever it might be that causes anybody anxiety, we should be asking ourselves, why are we anxious? And for many of us, for me, there's been a spiritual underlying element that has prompted me to not trust God. As believers, we're called to trust. Jesus never told his disciples when they followed him what they were going to need to do. He just said, follow me, and they followed him. Today we hear in the scriptures that he spoke with authority. The power of God is so incredibly great that it can overcome every anxiety we have. Unless, of course, there's some chemical imbalance or there's something in our systems that doesn't enable us to. There's a limit then on the natural level. And so the encouragement for us is to not be afraid. And yet we see so many things that prompt fear. So many things that bring challenge to being able to live our faith in its fullness to allow our beliefs to lead and guide even how cultural decisions are made, worldviews, our own country, whatever. Do not be afraid. It doesn't mean we won't suffer. It doesn't mean that there won't be difficulties ahead. But what it enables us to do is to realize that God is all-powerful. And yes, he allows humanity to make its own choice. And if you're like me, I make all kinds of wrong choices in life along the way. But God is a merciful God. And we hear that those who do not respond to the word of God, he will take care of them. What we need to do is to attend to how the Lord speaks to us in our hearts and how we live our faith in its fervency, never to be discouraged by the obstacles that lie ahead, but rather to be reinvigorated by going in our poverty to the Lord and asking the Lord for the grace we need. It's when we are little that God brings about great things. We are being made little in many ways, by the wave of cultural influence flowing through our world and our country. Be not afraid. Rather, pray for the grace, as I've been saying to staff, in light of one of the great insights from a book from Peter Kreft on prayer. He said, prayer is like surfing the wave of grace. So when the big waves come crashing in, what do we do? We get afraid. 
unless we learn how to ride the wave of grace and not let it come crashing over us, take us under the water, build fear. My friends, God's got this thing. I don't know what the outcome's going to be, but if we ride the wave of grace, we're allowing God to work through us with whatever we face that lies ahead. Anxieties for your children, your grandchildren, the future, something of the past. God just wants us to run to him and to allow him to fill us with his love. God loves us that much. And God has the power to not only speak with authority, as we heard in the gospel, he has the power to do things, as we see it in the gospel. And his words to us, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. The stronger we are in our faith, the weaker the evil one is. And the greater witnesses we become because people see God in us, because they realize we are powerless when it comes to spiritual power. But we are made all powerful in God in the ways that he gives us the gifts for our own vocations and our own lives. God's got this. Come join with me, riding the wave of grace. It will be turbulent, and you, perhaps like me, will wipe out on the surfboard many times. But God's an all-merciful God. He'll get us right back up. But be not afraid. Pray for that grace for each other and for people throughout the world to allow the spiritual power of God to fill them and to realize the gift God gives us is our poverty so that he can fill it with his treasure of spiritual gifts. Let's pray for that grace for each other.